to invite San Jose Mayor Matt Mahan, San Jose's first partner, Sylvia Skandar Mahan, and the first family to the stage as we begin our program. Please join me in giving them a warm San Jose welcome. to introduce tonight's MC, Sylvia Skinner Mahan. Sylvia currently leads Krista Ray San Jose Jesuit High School as their president and CEO, where she passionately carries out their mission to serve students from under-resourced communities. A native of Miami, Florida, Sylvia is the proud daughter of Cuban and Egyptian immigrants. She holds a BA in economics from Harvard College and a JD from Georgetown Law and was recently recognized as a Silicon Valley Business Journal 40 Under 40. She is the mother to Nina Luz and Luke Alejandro. Please join me in giving a heartfelt welcome to San Jose's first partner, Sylvia Skinner Mahan. Good evening. I am incredibly honored to stand before you this evening as we celebrate someone whom I have loved for 18 years. And it's not George Clooney. <laughs> it's almost as good. Um, my husband, your mayor's inauguration. Kin Chao Town Quivi, Chuk Mung Quivi, Den Tam Zule Yam Chuk Go Ti Chong Mehan. Thank you. Buenas noches, buenas noches. Me siento increíblemente honrada de estar ante ustedes esta noche mientras celebramos la toma de posesión de mi esposo, su alcalde. We are more than anything here to celebrate you, our family, friends, neighbors, and community for all the incredible work you have done to get San Jose where we are today. Thank you for all that you do to make our city thrive. Gracias por todo lo que hacen para que nuestra ciudad prospere. We are lucky here in California and in San Jose to have many leaders committed to service and to the cause of justice. Now, it is my distinct privilege to recognize some of those leaders who are our distinguished guests tonight. San Jose City Council members, Vice Mayor Rosemary Kamei of District 1. <laughs> Council member Sergio Jimenez of District 2. Council member Omar Torres of District 3. 
Council Member David Cohen of District 4, Council Member Peter Ortiz of District 5, Council Member Dev Davis of District 6, Council Member Bien Doan of District 7, Council Member Domingo Candelas of District 8, Council Member Pam Foley of District 9. Council Member Arjun Batra of District 10. And of course, the distinguished Mayor of San Jose, Matt Mahan. We also thank the representatives here tonight from the offices of Governor Gavin Newsom, Senator Alex Padilla, and our representatives in Congress, as well as the State Senate and Assembly. We are also joined by a number of elected officials from across our region, including several county supervisors. Thank you for being here this evening. I'd also like to recognize City Manager Jennifer McGuire, San Jose Fire Department Chief Robert Sapien, San Jose Police Chief, I'm gonna slow down, I was told to slow down I'm for the ASL, okay, thank you. Uh, San Jose uh, Police Chief Tony Mata and our other city department heads. We are honored by your attendance tonight. We would like to give a warm thank you also to Team San Jose for all their hard work this evening and our fabulous ASL interpreters who will be sharing the stage with us tonight. Thank you. Now I'm thrilled to welcome to the stage a group of exceptional young children who are near and dear to my heart. St. Timothy's Christian Preschool strives to educate young children, including my Nina and Luke, or like he likes to be called Lukey, in a nurturing learning environment that helps them to develop to their full potential academically, socially, and spiritually, and offers programs for children ages two through five. Please join me in giving a warm welcome to the students of St. Timothy's Christian Preschool to lead us in the Pledge of Allegiance. Direct your attention to the screen.
Saint Timothy's. Great job, guys. Great job, kids. Yeah. Yeah. I am honored. Thank you, guys. Thank you, kids. Good job. I am honored to now introduce Gerardo Loera and Corina Herrera Loera, who will present tonight's land acknowledgement. As Chicanos, descendants of Pueblo, Pame, and Huidadica nations, Gerardo and Corina are active members of the local urban indigenous community who work to reclaim, preserve, and perpetuate the traditional healing practices of indigenous cultures on behalf of past, present, and future generations. Professionally, Gerardo is the Director of Development and Communications for the Indian Health Center of Santa Clara Valley. Corina is the board vice president for the Alum Rock Union Elementary School District, a professor in Chicana and Chicano Studies at San Jose State University, and a 17-year veteran juvenile probation officer for the County of Santa Clara. Good evening, buenas tardes. On behalf of all those we represent, it's an absolute honor and privilege to offer this ceremony in acknowledgement of the Muwekma Ohlone tribe of the San Francisco Bay Area. We offer this as a showing of respect to the First Nations of this region and whose unceded ancestral homelands we gather on today. I now ask my husband, Gerardo Isteo Loera, to offer a few words. Greetings, relatives. In our, tradition, uh, in our traditions here in our local urban indigenous community, oftentimes um, uh, we offer affirmations and we say, oh, can I hear you all say, oh? oh. Really, really, really touched to be here this evening. Thank you, newly elected Mayor Mahan for making space today for First Nations representation, a reminder that even in the face of the ongoing 500 plus years of colonialism, termination and efforts of erasure, we are still here. Can I get an O? Oh. Oh. Mayor, blessings to you, your family, and your constituents of the city of San Jose. At this time, relatives, we invite you to join us in making this gesture of solidarity and respect for the First Peoples of this land a reminder that we are all related to one another and all that makes up creation. As we begin turning to the east, we turn to the east in honor of that from which each new day is born, a direction set aside for us to call on the essence of masculinity to be in harmony and balance with all things. We turn to the west, a direction set aside to honor the completion of our daily cycle to dream and hope for our future and honor the feminine essence, creator of all things. We turn to the north, honoring our ancestors whose shoulders upon which we stand and make it possible for us to be here today. 
We turn to the South, honoring the children and our future generations as the reason why we do the work we do today and always. We turn our attention back to the center and above, honoring the sun, the stars, the environment that we all equally depend upon, including the air that we breathe. We turn our attention to below us, our, our sacred earth, and give thanks for her unending generosity as we depend on her for the water that she holds, the food she provides. As long as we continue to steward our relationship with her. We turn our attention back to the center again, the seventh direction, a direction that's set aside for us to remember ourselves, a direction set aside for us to remember that each and one of us must nourish ourselves, take care of ourselves in order for us to continue to sustainably do the work that we get to do. At this time, relatives, we will offer a ceremonial song and ask you to join us in this time. Sometimes these words that we speak only get in the way. Sometimes they even cause disagreement. But through song, we can come together and ask you to imagine the San Jose of your dreams, a San Jose that stands for equity, inclusion for all who reside here and beyond. Thank you, relatives. Thank you, Gerardo and Corina. I'd now like to invite Executive Pastor Alicia Parti to the stage to lead us in today's first invocation. Alicia Parti is an international best-selling author who speaks on international stages across Europe, Africa and America on culture, immigration, and belonging. She was an executive who has worked across a variety of Fortune 500 companies and startup organizations and was president of number one professional women's network in Norway, where she advanced the work in the diversity, equity, and inclusion agenda. As a pastor and licensed marriage family therapist, she continues her work here in San Jose. Good evening. The inauguration of a mayor is an occasion to celebrate and commemorate. It marks the beginning of a new era with fresh dreams, aspirations, and hope. As we gather today to inaugurate Mayor Mahan, let us be reminded that God says, with him all things are possible.
Let us have faith in one another and in the power of our collective efforts to make this world a better place. Let us join together with an unwavering commitment to serve, nurture, and lead our community into a brighter future. The faith that I am talking about requires action. We all must do something. Faith, F, fear not. Be courageous. We got this. A, we have to take action individually and collectively. And we have to be I, inclusive, no matter what creed or race we are, a socioeconomic uh, level, we must do this together. The T is we have to trust in God's guidance. And the H is let's harness the power of collaboration. We can create a brighter tomorrow through the collective efforts and the unstoppable force for good. It is with faith that we embark on this new journey together, striving to create a more just, equitable, and prosperous future for all. We deserve better. We can do better. May God bless you, Mayor Mahan, and may God bless the city of San Jose. Thank you, Pastor Party, for that wonderful blessing. I'd now like to invite Rinban Gerald Sakamoto to lead us in our second invocation today. Rinban Sakamoto has been with San Jose Beth Sween since 1986. He brings a high level of energy and focus on youth. As a former Eagle Boy Scout, Rinban Sakamoto is also very supportive of scouting. Rinban, thank you for joining us tonight. We are community, a community that recognizes the importance of acknowledging the humanity that we all are a part of, a community that values wisdom and compassion, wisdom that allows me to acknowledge my tendency to engage the world through my preferences, my likes and dislikes, my prejudices, a tendency that results in difficulties for myself and for others. Wisdom that encourages me to see things as they are, to engage the world not through what I want, but through compassion. Compassion that acknowledges the deep connection I share with all life. Compassion that encourages me to engage our community with empathy and kindness. The Vandana Tisarana is an ancient chant that honors the realization of infinite wisdom and compassion. Sarana 
차미 넘만 살아남나 차미 성남 살아남나 차미 나무아미다 Thank you for that beautiful blessing. Now I'd like to welcome to the stage Victoria Tweevy McDowell. Victoria is an 18-year-old artist who can sing in seven languages, play the piano and the violin. She's currently a second year at San Jose State University. She has a black belt in Taekwondo and is known as the voice of San Jose Junior. In 2018, Victoria won first place in the South Bay Teen Idol competition. In 2019, she was crowned as Miss Teen Vietnam USA. She has released three Vietnamese albums since 2014. Please rise as Victoria sings the national anthem. Say, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets are red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there Oh, say, does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the Wow. wow. I also, I think I heard Victoria backstage saying that she had just taken an exam today, so I'm amazed. Um, thank you so much, Victoria. Thank you all. You may be seated. If you're, I can't see you, so if you're still standing, you may be seated. Um, now it is my honor to introduce Eva Heredia, a parent advocate, yes, yes, a parent advocate and educational community leader. Eva is incredibly dear to Matt and to me. She has long been an inspiration to me because of her commitment to advocating for her community. 
We are honored that Eva is here to administer the oath of office to Mayor Mahan. Good evening. My name is Eva Heredia. I'm a leader in a community, an advocate for immigrants' rights, and especially for equity and quality educational options for all most vulnerable communities. In that work, I have, this is how I met Sylvia and Matt. They listened to me on various occasions and has, has showed their community and humanity with the support and actions. My family story in San Jose is very similar to Matt and Sylvia's. Like Matt, I came to San Jose to looking for a better future. Like Matt and Sylvia, my family believes and the potential of San Jose and all residents. I'm honored to be here today, and it's very special day. And this is a very special day for Matt and his family, and also for our community. Gracias. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear that I will support and defend. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. And the Constitution of the State of California. And the Constitution of the State of California. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will bear through faith and allegiance that I will bear true faith and allegiance to the Constitution of the United States, to the Constitution of the United States, and the Constitution of the State of California, and the Constitution of the State of California, that I take this obligation freely, that I take this obligation freely, without any mental reservation, without any mental reservation, or purpose of evasion, or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and fearfully and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties, discharge the duties upon I which about to enter. Upon which I am about to enter. Congratulations. Thank you. Good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for being here tonight. Buenas noches a todos y muchas gracias por estar aquí esta noche. Me siento honrado de tenerlos aquí. Kinchao tuante cuivi, cam un cuivi comat homne. I'm in. 
I'm incredibly honored to stand here in front of you as San Jose's 66th mayor. Before we begin, I want to acknowledge the tragedies that have plagued us in the last month, both nationally and close to home. Tyree Nichols' death in Memphis was a brutal reminder that our nation still has so far to go to fulfill its promise of justice for all. And closer to home, communities across our state have experienced four mass shootings in one week. We start ending this cycle of violence by remembering those whose lives have been taken and acknowledging that something is deeply wrong. Please join me in a moment of silence for all those who lost their lives to this senseless violence. Thank you. Now, to start, I have to thank the most important person in the room, your MC tonight, and my incredible wife, Sylvia. Not to age us, Sylvia, but I've spent the last 18 years falling more and more in love with you. You, Nina, and Luke are the very best parts of me. And thank you to all of you, to my super volunteers, house party hosts, neighborhood leaders, and residents across the city who came together to build our revolution of common sense. I, I couldn't imagine beginning my first term without each and every one of you here, celebrating all that our city is and all that it can be. There is, however, a member of my family whose absence today I feel strongly. A man who always delivered. A letter carrier who went to work six days a week until he was 73 years old. A man who believed he was the luckiest guy in the world. A man who passed away last year, but whose memory inspires me every day to deliver to the fullest of my ability, to have boundless gratitude, and to meticulously focus on the details in everything I do. My dad was, and is, my hero. Thank you. And one thing he prided himself on was consistency, a diligent focus on ensuring he delivered a basic service to the best of his ability. He knew which mailboxes leaked, and when it rained, he carefully placed that person's mail in a plastic bag so it wouldn't get wet. He knew where the older folks on his route lived and checked in on them if the mail started to pile up. He had what some may see as a small job, but he made a lasting impact on many lives. On his last day before retiring, the mailboxes along his route were full of balloons and heartfelt notes of gratitude. Because of my dad, I grew up in a household where delivery wasn't just a promise. It was a guiding principle. Where blessings, large or small, were never taken for granted. 
and no job was too small or trivial to give it your all. My dad and my mom, who is here tonight, saw San Jose as a city that epitomized opportunity, which is what inspired my decision to attend Bellarmine on a work-study scholarship despite the four-hour bus commute. I worked off my tuition as a member of the grounds crew where each summer I applied the lessons from my father as we tackled issues literally from the ground up. We focused on what needed to be done, starting with the basics. We took on what some may consider small jobs, picking up trash, planting trees, painting walls, and we delivered, making a real impact on the quality of the campus experience for my fellow students and teachers. I brought this same focus on the basics to teaching, to the business world, and now I'm bringing it to City Hall where, let's be honest, we need it the most. We've overcomplicated our government to the point that we struggle to deliver results on the basic quality of life issues that impact our residents every single day. I heard it so clearly during the campaign at thousands of doors and across hundreds of neighborhood meetings that we as a city must start addressing the basics, homelessness, blight, and crime. One of the greatest temptations in government is to try to be everything to everyone. The truth is that there are needs and desires in our community that far outstrip the capacity of City Hall. And when we attempt to solve every problem at once, the harsh reality is that we tend not to solve any of them. But when we get back to basics, we can unlock the tremendous talent and capacity that exists in our staff at City Hall. When we are focused, we are more innovative and more accountable. And at this moment, our residents not only expect, but demand that we be accountable for delivering on the basics. Housing the unhoused, cleaning up our neighborhoods, making San Jose the safest big city in America once again. And not only do I know that we can deliver these results, but I know that when we do, there's no stopping what San Jose can become. At our best, no city is a better place to be than San Jose. Since the election, I've been asked over and over again how we will bring this city together with so much political division. But the truth is, we have more that unites us than divides us. In that spirit, I'm grateful that Supervisor Chavez is here tonight. I look forward to working with Board President Ellenberg, you, Cindy, and all of your colleagues on the county board. We are all here for the same reason elected by the people of this city and dedicated to seeing it become the best it can be. I know that our city manager, Jennifer McGuire, 
our assistant city manager, Lee Wilcox, and every single city council member is committed to creating a city that works not just for us, but for the next generation. To do this, we need to begin with the basics. We all agree on the future we want, and here is how I'm proposing we get there, through policies rooted in hope, but guided by common sense. We do this by rolling up our sleeves and turning words into action. When it comes to the basics, no action is more basic than cleaning up our city. This starts today. Behind me will soon be a QR code. <laughs> there it is. Please take a moment with your phone. I wouldn't ordinarily ask you to take your phones out, but take a moment to scan it and sign up for what we're calling our Inaugure Action Days. I blame my team for that incredibly cheesy name. <laughs> our Inaugure Action Days are a series of cleanups across the city, kicking off, kicking off a new era of resident involvement. We all have a role to play in creating the cleaner, more beautiful neighborhoods we want to live in, starting with the small jobs like we did on the grounds crew, picking up trash, planting trees, painting walls. Our very first Inaugure Action Day is in District 7 this weekend. By diving into our neighborhoods and taking ownership for their appearance, we will grow civic pride in our city. Through the newly created neighborhood outreach team in my office, in partnership with Beautify SJ and exceptional organizations like the San Jose Conservation Corps, we will clean up our city, strengthen our neighborhood associations, and commit ourselves to doing what it takes to ensure a better quality of life for every resident. The next step is to expand programs that work, like San Jose Bridge and Cash for Trash, which employ homeless residents in citywide cleanup efforts. I want to thank former Mayor Sam Licardo, who is enjoying a well-deserved vacation right now, for his dedication to these innovative programs. Under his leadership, over 500 tons of debris have been taken off our streets just in the last year. We need to build on this success. In the coming years, we will provide hundreds of additional individuals the dignity of work and the opportunity to contribute to a cleaner city. You all just took out your phones a moment ago to become part of the solution, and soon we will make it much easier for you to snap a photo of blight anywhere in the city and know when it has been addressed with San Jose's upgraded and more accessible 311 app. We We will make sure that your blight reports are not only addressed quickly, but that you are sent back a photo to demonstrate the impact we're delivering. This is just one piece, just one piece of a larger vision that City Manager McGuire and I share for ensuring that every department in our city always brings a customer service mindset to the work we do for our residents. Of course, cleaning up our city will be an endless Sisyphean task unless we hold perpetual violators accountable for blighted properties and illegal dumping. 
Today, 22% of our code enforcement division is vacant. We will hold ourselves accountable for fully staffing this team to work through the backlog of nearly 4,000 code complaint cases. <laughs> Actions must have consequences. It is unacceptable for one person's negligence to burden the entire community. Next, we deliver on the basics by ending San Jose's era of unmanaged encampments. It's time we treated homelessness. It's time we treated homelessness as the humanitarian crisis it is and scale up basic cost-effective and safe places for homeless residents to live as an alternative to our streets and creeks. <laughs> Truth is, if, if we had a massive earthquake tomorrow, and let's knock on wood that we don't, but if we had a massive earthquake tomorrow that displaced 4,975 people, which is the number of neighbors living on our streets today, FEMA would have safe shelters lined up on public lands within 72 hours. Every displaced person would have access to shelter. And while I agree that permanent, affordable, and supportive housing is the ultimate goal, we cannot rely on an incremental approach to a crisis of the magnitude we witness on our streets every day. Now, new housing for a person transitioning out of homelessness costs nearly a million dollars per door and takes over five years to build. But we know that by using basic pre-built modular units placed on government-owned land, we can create safe homes for a fraction of that cost. We've committed ourselves, we've committed ourselves to building 1,000 interim housing sites in San Jose, and thanks to the hard work of city staff, we are on track to complete these units in the two years ahead. And together, we will identify sites for the next 1,000 units and the 1,000 after that. This will be transformative, not just for the people living in them, but for our entire community. Even so, we can't wait until these interim housing opportunities are fully established. We need to scale up basic shelter capacity and transition facilities in the meantime and dramatically reduce the barriers to getting our homeless neighbors into safe, managed spaces with bathrooms and basic services. We've just seen success using these tactics in just the past few weeks as San Jose came together to turn a one-time evacuation order due to the storms into a more lasting and positive impact by sheltering over 100 formerly homeless neighbors at our existing interim housing sites. We can't wait for another crisis to push us toward dramatic action. We need to act boldly now. We also must not lose sight of the importance of prevention. 
It's just common sense that it is better to spend a few thousand dollars to keep someone stably housed while they look for a new job than to spend the $65,000 per year per person it costs us to manage unsheltered homelessness. Finally, we must acknowledge what isn't working nearly well enough. And a big example is our mental health and addiction treatment system. We need to push for reform, starting by supporting Governor Newsom's care court system and Senator Susan Eggman's new bills and the state legislature that work to update our conservatorship laws and improve access to treatment so that our most vulnerable residents get the care they need. I've seen firsthand how early intervention can save lives. A close friend of mine in college experienced a serious mental health crisis and didn't think he needed care. I urged him to seek help and after a difficult year with significant time and inpatient care, Mental health professionals found a care plan that worked, and today he is gainfully employed with a beautiful family. We must create a system that helps loved ones, first responders, and concerned bystanders get people in crisis the help that they need. The last and Perhaps most fundamental priority we begin with is public safety. And I'm excited to partner with our police chief, Tony Mata, our fire chief, Robert Sapien, and our entire council to work together to make sure our city becomes the safest big city in America once again. San Jose, San Jose is one of the most thinly staffed police departments in the country. Right now, the average wait time for a priority one call is seven minutes, and for priority two calls, folks wait 23 minutes, more than twice our performance goal. This is the unacceptable consequence of low staffing levels. Last year, our council committed to adding 15 officers per year over the next five years. But that's just not enough. We need to double that rate to at least 30 officers per year because no one in distress should have to wait so long for help to come. <laughs> to do this, we'll need creative strategies to attract a new generation of officers who reflect the community they are sworn to serve and protect. This requires allocating additional funding to recruitment methods that work, including moving from an unpaid to paid cadet program to allow young people with fewer financial means the same opportunity for a career in law enforcement. It means reinstating the bonus given to officers for recruiting new hires and increasing our outreach to the diverse communities that make up our city. In In addition to increased recruitment and hiring, we will bring down wait times and overtime costs and boost officer morale by investing in better reporting tools, digitizing cumbersome forms, and working with our county partners to reduce intake times at the county jail. 
We will also, we will also hold ourselves accountable for this basic priority by paying as much attention to what isn't working as what is. Our police officers report arresting the same individuals a shocking number of times. In fact, between January of 2020 and April of 2022, SJPD arrested or cited 877 people five or more times each. 100, 103 people 10 or more times each. And in that same time frame, one person was arrested 27 times. 27 times. Systems that fail to intervene in cycles of crime cost us more than we can afford, monetarily, in terms of officer morale, and most importantly, in our collective loss of security. We need to disrupt this pattern by identifying the small number of people who need intervention and creating a system that intervenes early and appropriately. I'm committed, I'm committed to working with our county leaders to ensure that when an officer takes someone to jail or Valley Medical Center, they're not simply returned to the street a day or two later when their situation demands further intervention. When someone who has, when someone who has failed to show up for their court date or reoffended for a second, third, fourth, or 28th time, we need to ensure they are held accountable for their offense and given the opportunity to get on a better path. Together, we can build a more just criminal justice system that does a better job of treating, supporting, and rehabilitating those who are willing. But we should never forget that our primary responsibility is to protect the innocent. Speaking of the innocent, our best crime-fighting strategy in the long run is investing in our youth. As a former Eastside public school teacher, I know the barriers and challenges our at-risk youth face. Life has not been fair to far too many of San Jose's children, our children. And while the city cannot do this alone, together, we must, even, and perhaps especially during economically tenuous times, invest in the after-school programs, tutoring, job opportunities, gang prevention strategies, and other tools at our disposal for giving all of our kids access to a better future. <laughs> Clean streets. An end to the era of encampments, safe neighborhoods. These are clear goals with clear metrics of success. These are the basics and that's where we will begin. To hold ourselves accountable for delivering on these basic priorities, we will create a public dashboard of results showing exactly what progress is being made or not made on blight, homelessness, and crime so you always know where the city stands. My father taught me that a mailman always delivers. I believe our government should too.
These days, San Jose is much more than that big, shining city over the hill to me. It's the place my kids call home, a place defined by our unique neighborhoods, a place that values innovation and accountability, a place that thrives on diversity and embraces community activism. San Jose is a place where every resident, newly immigrated or fifth generation, blue collar or tech founder, son of a mailman or daughter of a mayor, will find a brighter future and endless opportunity when we get back to and deliver on the basics. Thank you so much. Thank you, Matt. I love you and your data dashboard. <laughs> I am so proud of you, Matt. Uh, my husband may be all about the basics, as he just said, but he is nothing less than extraordinary. He is the very best partner, co-parent, and friend to me. And if he brings even half of the same steadfast devotion and love that he brings to our family, to City Hall, there is, as he said, no stopping what San Jose can become. I now have the pleasure of introducing Bu Kim Tu, Dragon and Lion Dance Association. Bu Kim Tu is a 12-year-old nonprofit lion dance group based in San Jose. The group's mission is to carry on the traditions and cultures of lion and dragon dancing and to educate future generations on the importance of this practice, not becoming lost in time. The individuals of the group range in age from middle school to adulthood, differing ethnicities and upbringings, but share parallel values and passions for this art an art that is not only entertaining, but is performed to instill a sense of positivity and great blessings.
for that wonderful performance. You all should have seen Nina and Luke watching that backstage. Those dragons are so cool. Um, I am now thrilled to invite Grupo Folklorico Yolokli Alpha to the stage. This talented group is made up of students joining us from Alpha Public Schools in East San Jose. The name Yolokli is primarily a gender neutral name of Aztec origin that means heart. Please join me in welcoming the heart of Alpha.
en el campo me encontré con el eterno me dijo que el que no cante y baile se va a ir al infierno como yo sé ver profundo suelo ver la realidad veo dar vueltas a este mundo y muy triste a la humanidad sufre, pide y llora porque está perdida no sabe de dónde viene quién es y a dónde va Marmolejo Vargas y Villa le dijeron al buen Dios Vamos a hacer un mariachi del cual saldrán más de dos. ¡Ay, te voy, Jalisco! ¡Julia! ¡Todo el mariachi! verles tristes, yo quiero verles alegres, no quiero verles sufriendo contentos, yo quiero verles, yo no quiero que me pidan porque todo les he dado, quiero que canten y bailen porque así estoy a su lado, pedir no es bueno, dar sí, yo quiero que cante y baile todo aquel que cree en mí. La música viene del cielo y la canción viene del hombre. La alegría nace del suelo. Y mariachi tiene por nombre. Es tan divina que a la gente enferma sana La gente cuando está sana canta y baila más cuando ama Todo lo que hay en la vida es por causa y por efecto Miren la naturaleza, no tiene ningún defecto Iguales en cada hombre, en cada ser en este mundo Nunca sufran, nunca lloren, que la vida es un segundo
si es lindo, México es encantador. Y todo es por sus artistas, su mariachi y su folclor. Cantando y bailando siempre hagan la paz, no hagan la guerra. Porque cantando y bailando yo puse a girar la tierra. Pelear no es bueno, amar sí. La música une a los pueblos y los pueblos se unen a mí. No todos tienen la suerte de nacer y de vivir. Todo aquel que cante y baile al infierno no ha de ir. Pelean tanto en tantas y tantas guerras, si al fin y al cabo con todo un día se va a quedar la tierra. Les diré una adivinanza y a ver quién me la adivina, y aquel que me la adivine es que el mariachi le fascina. ¿Qué quiere decir mariachi? ¿Quién me lo puede decir? Quiere decir que de fiesta en la lengua otomí. La música viene del cielo, la canción viene del hombre, la alegría nace del suelo, y mariachi tiene por nombre. Muchísimas gracias, Alpha Public Schools, y viva México. I am now honored to invite Imam Tahir Anwar to the stage to offer us a closing prayer for tonight's event. Imam Tahir Anwar is an American Muslim scholar and preacher. Born in London, England, he has lived in San Jose since 1983, where he went to elementary, middle, and high school. He has been the imam at one of the oldest mosques in the United States, the South Bay Islamic Association in San Jose, for over 20 years. He's a faculty member at Zaytuna College, America's first Muslim liberal arts college located in Berkeley, California. And he served on the Human Rights Commission for the city of San Jose for over five years and on the Human Relations Commission for the county of Santa Clara for one year. Welcome, imam. Good evening. When the honorable mayor of this city that I've called home for over 40 years invited me to give this benediction, it was a reminder to myself and the predominantly first and second generation community that I serve that this is home. And it is our religious and moral obligation to serve and also assist those who serve. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? A tradition of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, is as follows. The most beloved people to God are those who are beneficial to those around them. 
And one of the most beloved actions to God is to allow joy to overcome a fellow individual or to alleviate a hardship or to help that person pay off a loan or debt that they have or to alleviate hunger from an individual. Let us close this evening while we begin a new journey tonight with a prayer. My faith tradition reminds me to seek God's mercy when we start something afresh. It's a small prayer that we say multiple times a day to remind us that while it's, while it's our job to put in the effort, there's a powerful force that guides and assists us. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of God, I place my trust in Him. There's no might or power except by God. O oh God, inspire in us guidance in our affairs and protect us from the evils within ourselves. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Imam Tahir Anwar. Let's give a hand to all of our artists and speakers who have performed here tonight. This is not in my teleprompter, but what a diverse, beautiful, rich community we live in. I am so moved by all the performances and feel so blessed truly to live in San Jose. Y'all know I wasn't born in San Jose, but I feel so blessed. Thank you, Matt, for convincing me. As a final performance, I'm thrilled to invite the San Jose Police Department Emerald Society to the stage. The San Jose Police Emerald Society is comprised of San Jose officers, both active and retired from duty, along with citizen volunteers. Their mission to fallen officers and their families is to render support and keep their memory alive. The band is led by retired San Jose PD Sergeant and Pipe Major, Brian Highland. You can clap for them. As they, oh, I'm sorry, as they are playing, I'm so sorry. As they are playing, we invite you to join us for a reception in the theater's lobby where you can purchase drinks and light refreshments will be served. Thank you once again for attending.